Look at us in our fancy lighting. <laughs> yeah, we're getting pro. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid, but it's it works. It's so it helps. It does. Yeah, it looks better. I look lighter. Yeah, it looks Wait. like you look actually bags. See. Look at look at me. I know. Oh my god. So I know. Same with me though. I'm like, wow. Take wow. off the the glasses. My overnights are you know fucking killing me. Well, let's uh, let's start the show. So. <clears throat> Yeah, sure. That's, that's a good intro. That's right a there. great intro. Yeah, that's an amazing intro. To episode four of FFB Talk. So, yeah, we're in a new nice. place. Yeah, <laughs> like again, every, every this is the mobile FFBE talk show. Yeah, that's, pretty much. That's the the, the subtitle. Yeah, FFB it's talk, the mobile. FFB talk, the mobile show. We can't get guests to come to us, so we go to the guests. Who's the guest this week? Nobody, because they, they run away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they actively um, avoid. But yeah, I mean, man, you know what I did to myself yesterday? No. I stayed up way too late. I've been watching this show called The Expanse. Yeah, you told me about it. And for some stupid reason, I decided I was just going to binge it last binge night. It? That's so bad. I just didn't go to bed on time. What time so did you go to bed? Like 2 a.m.? I went to bed at 5 a.m. Yeah, but you work overnight. So I yeah. wasn't working. Oh. <laughs> I just have to keep the same sleep the schedule, schedule yeah. so we don't get wrecked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you should be like, this is your prime. I'm wide awake. Yeah, I'm shutting down. You're you're waking up. Yeah, pretty much. We got a nice episode lined up for you today. We got... We're going to talk about the second half of the player's voice campaign. Yeah. Uh, we got actually the brand new global exclusive like nemesis battle system. I'm really in. excited about that actually. Yeah. yeah. And then we got a couple more events. Why don't you? Those, uh, the story ability enhancement things that they're doing, the unit episodes they're called for Aileen, Roy, and Sylvie are coming. Yeah. And then we also have your Final Fantasy VII event. We mentioned that this was coming yeah. a couple weeks ago, so hopefully you guys uh, kept uh, your Barretts. And that's right. I told you guys in an episode. It might have been still on the podcast. I think it was still on the podcast. Yeah. So I told you guys keep your Barretts, keep your Kate Siths, because there is a raid coming, it's coming, and it's here. It is, and then it's also come with a couple new units, which we'll talk about as well. So let's get into the show. The show. All right. So, like you mentioned earlier the there's the the episode system that's yeah. coming in so you're actually around the world there's going to be npcs that you might run into during the story and you can go and talk to them start a quest which will take you through a nice little story about them and eventually unlock an ability for them exactly so the three that are kind of implementing this are aileen roy and sylvie i think it's sylvia, sylvia. i sylvia. think it's sylvia sylvia yeah I'm just dumb and can't write. <laughs> it is what it is. So did you have a chance to actually look at the I looked abilities? at the Yes, yeah. I did. I looked at the abilities. I haven't had a chance to actually go through the units themselves, mainly because there's just so much going on yeah. recently in FFP, like so many different things to keep up with. But to be honest, it's not substantial the way I was looking. So, so Aileen gets screwdriver, right? Yes. And I love that she gets it. She finally has a move that does something half decent. Chains nicely, caps itself. Debuffs 80% Earth Resist. I think it makes her not a viable unit, but if you are using Aileen whatsoever, she has an ability that can do something. I mean, it'd be less 
politically correct and just say it doesn't help her at all. The modifiers are trash, and it, it puts her nowhere near so, any of the chainers that currently exist. Currently are at least like remotely useful, right? Like Aileen as a seven star unit, she's still unfortunately trash. quite bad. Yeah. What do you what you got? <laughs> what? Is that a screwdriver? And I agree. For example, she's too early. When you look at Roy, he got actually a pretty nice buff for five turns, right? Yeah. He gets a really nice attack, mag, defense, spirit buff, and HP, a regen, seven, MP, yeah, yeah. a seventy percent uh, full break for five turns. Oh yeah, 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 the full break, yeah. All in one ability, I think that's a really nice buff, which kind of puts Roy into a really nice niche where you can compress two rolls for shorter fights. So if you if you know the fight is not going to take you a long time. Mm -hmm. You can easily because the the move has a long cooldown, so obviously you can't he can't function as your primary breaker for long fights. But if the fight's not going to last more than five turns, this actually gives him a nice roll where you have a buffer and a and a debuffer in one little slot, which opens up some other slots for you, which I love. Hundred percent, I agree. And when you compare that to what Eileen got, I just she, feel like she got shafted again. <laughs> well, she did, but like the thing with Eileen is that that ability is in line with where she is as a you like she came out as a seven star so long ago yeah that any literally anything you give her that's not in line with the current chainers makes her not usable i guess right? a part of me would have liked to see her at least get one ability that would make her somewhat usable even in niche situations so it's an 80 percent earth uh break yeah i wish that they just made it just, exorbitant just make it like 150 you're never going to use yeah. her but if you do, at least make it worthwhile. One, I feel like one or the other would have been good. Either give her higher modifiers or give her, like you said, an exorbitant imperil where you'll have some reason at least to put her in your team. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Yep, I agree with that. That's Sylvia all. didn't get anything. Well, she's I, a four-star I mean, base unit. She got a nice passive. She's a hybrid yeah, unit. Yeah. 30% attack, 30% mag, 60% total useful stats. If you have no other hybrids. Right. She wasn't a, like it's okay, but it's a four-star base unit. At you know, yeah. you're doing it because you get to see a nice little side story about her. Yeah, I, pretty much. Know. Yeah. Doing it for the lore. That yep. sweet hot lore. Yeah. But that's it for the new unit episodes that are coming out. Hopefully in the future, there are so many NPC units, including yeah. some of the prominent seven stars. If they get similar treatment going forward, it's going to be really nice. Yeah, Plus, I agree. It'll be nice to see what's what uh, the future has in store. I love world building in general, so it's really nice to see these units getting more story about them flushed out. Speaking of story, I did want to mention, I told you I'd let you know what I thought of the Charlotte story. Yeah. It was nice. It was cheesy. Um, I wish it was more about Charlotte. Yeah. It, it just... It was it was good to see what happened with everyone after Rain and Laswell left. It was kind of nice seeing that their effect on Lapis was really yeah. wholesome and friendly and great, and everyone is in love with each other now. But it wasn't about it wasn't Charlotte about at Charlotte. all. Like Charlotte existed. But for example, even the Axstar story wasn't really about Axstar. Yeah. It was about Tamoy. but it was still had the elements of an interesting story where you kind of. Wanted to find out how it would all unfold. Mm -hmm. With Charlotte's story, I felt like I just it was I too disagree, predictable. I disagree I a little bit. So Axstar's story wasn't about Axstar, but you learned about Axstar. 
you saw that he's hard on the outside. He has that firm exterior, yeah. but he's really, really soft-hearted and really wants to help and wants good people to have good things happen to them or to save them from bad situations. Charlotte did nothing. She walked around, yes. fought some monsters, and went home. Like, there was no character development for her at all, I felt like. And it was yeah. her story. At least in Akshar's story, he got some character development. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Akshar's story was better. Yeah. Uh, it's still, I, don't, I still wouldn't say it was about him, even though we no, learned no, about him, right? But Charlotte's story didn't even go that far. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't yeah, know yeah. anything new about Charlotte other than she has a she has couple a subordinates and she got she got a new costume. Yeah, it's like, great. She's an amazing unit, though. Was, she's amazing. It's just the story was garbage. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> just straight up garbage. It was so bad. But enough about that. I just wanted to touch on that because yeah. I mentioned it last week. Finished the story earlier this week and figured we'd mention uh, some quick thoughts on it. Yeah. Moving forward, the new Player's Voice campaign, part two. Uh, we're getting, we got a bunch of new tickets. I think we get some more tickets going forward you can use to select yeah. so what you want to vote for. This time, I feel like the choice isn't as cut and dry as part one. That's fair. Me personally, I'm leaning towards, I can't decide actually between the lapis polls mm -hmm. or the 7% 10 plus ones. Mm -hmm. So... The other two, I'm not so hot on. I know I've seen people get really excited about potentially turning an NPC into a playable character. That would be cool. The problem with that for we me don't know is who. I just don't know who. Yeah. And if it's someone I don't stupid, care about, I don't, yeah. why? So that one has really high payoffs because I think it'd be awesome to see some oh, of the huge. characters as see, units. But this is where I wish they would list, list off. Yes. It, you don't even have to tell me exactly which unit. Be like, Give it's going to be one of these five. Well, here's the thing. They say there's going to be a poll afterwards if this one wins. Yeah. To select the unit. That's Just what I'm saying. So range. give me the poll. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Give me what it could be. Yeah. And then I can decide if any of those are worthwhile. Because I think I was talking to someone on Twitter, Seth. He was mentioning the Veritas. I would love to see Bolt Veritas, which we missed out on yeah, with Sakura, as Frost. well as the Frost yeah. Veritas. Like, it'd be great to have these people come into awesome, the game. For sure. Close out that little ring of units. And, but that's why I'm not going to vote for it, because I just don't know which units they're yeah. going to be. Yeah. Uh, the other one, you, you have a chance, I guess. I can't. I, the way I understood it is you get to pull one weapon TMR that could be any one of the 16 weapon types. Yeah. Which to me is like... What if you get you a weapon get, type you don't care there's about? There's so many bad TMR weapons. Like what, that, like, what if you get Druid of Blah? Yeah. No, that's exactly. <laughs> like, there are so many bad weapon TMRs like, that yeah. it's extremely risky. It's not worth it. And the payoff, I feel like, isn't worth it either because one good weapon TMR isn't going to make or break. If uh, it was an STMR, that would be a different story. Yeah. I'd vote for that instantly. So that's why I'm kind of stock between minimum 200 lapis per day for 20 days mm -hmm. that's a minimum of 4k yeah or four 10 plus ones with a seven percent rainbow rate average three per three rainbows right so to me that's that's tough between on the one hand lapis you can use whenever you want yep and arguably you can target it better because you can do it on a banner with a unit that you want yeah the other one you can't really choose, but you're going to get more rainbows and more units over, and it's just more value, I guess, overall. So I agree it's technically more value. I like the Lapis Summon for two reasons. One, it's a minimum of 4K. 
chances are over the course of 20 summons, you're going to get more than that, realistically. Yeah, but we don't know how much more, so it's hard to... Fair, but yeah. either way, even if I get 5k Lapis, that's one a little bit closer to potentially a full round yeah. of a step up, which can guarantee me a unit that I want. Whereas the 10 plus 1, 7% rainbow, that's fantastic, but we have like 150 rainbows. There's such a high chance you're going to get nothing that you yeah. want, right? It's tough. It, it really is. And it's a three, one, three rainbow average. I've done four 10 plus ones and not gotten a single rainbow. Yeah, but it's 7%. I've gotten, I've done 10 yeah, 10 yeah. plus ones. I got zero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just. It's fine. I mean, that, that's what makes it a hard choice because this one isn't as cut and dry because 5K is one step, let's say, of a 25K step up, right? Yep. It's 20% of it. And. On the other hand, you can potentially get yourself 44 units, and some of them might be rainbows. Some of them might be nice TMR containers. I just, I personally haven't decided yet. I just know I won't be voting for the, the NPC or, or the, the, weapons. the weapons. Yeah, yeah, those two are too unpredictable. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, it'll come down to, for me, how my Lapis is, I think. If I'm close to 25k Lapis, I might just go for the lapis that way whenever the next sort of exciting well, you have to thing. choose in like a, this week or yeah you got to choose this yeah. week so once i clear some of the new events pick up all the lapis, lapis see where you're the sitting. story see where i'm sitting fair enough yeah i think i'm gonna honestly i'm gonna go for the lapis and only because it's guaranteed that i'm getting a certain amount of lapis i can target it over time i'll get to that 25k that much faster yeah i just think it's overall a better free to play option it's fair all right, so jumping into events, we got the Christ farming bonus stages from CG Charlotte's story event coming at you. Yeah, I just want to mention, just to don't forget about them, because we this is a great week because we don't have any King Mogs. Yep. We don't have really anywhere that we have to spend our energy. Yep. So Chris, make sure to clear your Chris farming missions and, and get your magical Sailor Knight Grand Shell her gauntlet. Yep. I think... If you if you do all of them, at least I cleared all of them once, I had enough to build the gauntlet. So if that's yeah. all you want to do, that's fine. If you have any units that you really want to awaken, this is a great opportunity to do it. Because those Squall. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on Squall. I'm pissed about Squall. Yeah, okay. Sure. Um, you should put the crying baby over you as you rant about Squall. I'm no, just you, kidding. Dude, people complain, not complain, but they're like, oh, he can't cap his own chains anymore. So what did, what did Gumi do? They fixed him. So they slowed down his keen edge. So now he can't fit two. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a crying yeah. baby moment. <laughs> yeah. You literally ruined a good unit for me. I'm not I don't even know a... why people cared about the like when I'm not even awakening were, him anymore. Dude, when they were like, "Oh, you can't," he can't cap his own chains anymore. I'm like, yeah. "Who cares? You're, he's not a chainer." What like, I want them to do something he wants is to do. I literally want them to take take it back. Yeah, just change I it just, back. just change it back, please. Like these people are idiots. Don't listen to them. <clears throat> anyway. Send us your hate mail at ffbpodcast yeah. <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that being said, uh, the other place you could actually spend your lapis this week is the story. You mean your energy? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Don't waste lapis on story. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Yeah, I'm still, I was still thinking about Squall. Yeah. But yeah, your energy. There's a half energy campaign going on. Yep. So, jump in there. Finish the story. If you the finish it before a certain date. You get a free 50% trust Moogle at the That's end great. of it, which is awesome. 
Yeah. And you have to find out how the story unfolds. Yeah, it's going to be good. We've all been waiting for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully it comes to an end here, yeah. right? We'll see. I haven't finished it yet. We'll see soon. Yeah, I'm getting close, though. Mm. I'm very close. Mm. Both of us are very close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we'll save it. We'll yeah. talk about it maybe next week. I think this I'll week finish. I'm, I'm finishing it. So, yeah. I, take advan- I always take advantage of the half-price campaigns because it's just the and easiest time to get it done. There's else for your energy to go, right? Yeah. Except if you haven't done the new global trial system, right? Yes. We're getting the, the chamber of the vengeful. I just I hate that it's the egg pun still, because like yeah. Easter's over. I'm kind of over the egg thing. Yeah. But you know, Armageddon, it's here. Yeah. You know what though? I don't mind it because it's a great way for them to take something that was a global exclusive thing and now turn it into a global yeah. exclusive trial kind of Especially tying it all together. Supposedly we're getting one a month yeah. moving forward. Which so this is really gonna be nice. super fun. And the way this works is there's going there's six units you can check them out in the news post. Mm-hmm. Six units, I think Esther, Sylvie, like Aiden, the Fravias. yeah, the Fravias. Yeah. A lot of Zon. the global exclusives get a thirty percent, I want to say, parameter boost. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just for just for being in the battle. Mm-hmm. So if you clear it, you get some nice rewards like a normal raid. But every stage, so beginner, I want to say elite or intermediate. I don't know which what the stages are, but there's three stages. Yes, beginner, and, elite, and legendary, or, or something like that. Every time you clear it with a different unit, you sort of gain points, I guess. And mm-hmm. every time you do that, you get more items. There's a really cool set in there called the Tectonic set, I think. So the way the or points... Or the cat- Catastrophic set? Catastrophic set. Yeah. The way the points work is you have to clear it with unique units. So if I'm, for example, clearing it with my single Esther, I can't yeah. use that same Esther to yeah. clear it again. You, I have to use a different Esther or a different exactly. unit entirely. So if you're stacked on units, you can just swap out one team, put in a different team. Yep. If you're not stacked on units, you could keep a core team around mm-hmm. and just swap one unit over and over. So right? for the first two sets, I was able to swap out three or four units yeah. uh, in total. I just needed to keep chaining two yeah. chainers. For the final one, I'm finding that it's it tougher. might take a bit longer, yeah. so you I may have, have a bigger core, but definitely yeah. changing out one unit at a time. Now, I noticed something while doing this event is you can select your own unit it's as a friend pretty unit. Pretty nice, yeah. yeah. It opens it, up a lot of nice, uh, I guess, synergies if you have the units in your definitely, team, right? Exactly. Because you can always find the right chaining partner available now. Yeah. Whereas one thing, I love the expanded friends list, but one thing I'm finding is that it's still littered mostly with like Esthers and Xenos, which is awesome because I have an Esther. Yeah. But if I want to use a different type of DPS or I want a different composition, it can yeah. be very tough to find that specific unit. Yeah, 100%. I wish that uh, more people would have a wide variety of types of units they're putting yeah. out, but I mean, Esther I can and Xeno's great. I, don't, I can't complain. Most people put up their best unit, and most of us, we don't have enough good gear to deck out two DPS units, for example, right? Like, I can deck out one magic user and yeah. one physical, but I can't do, like, two physicals armed to the teeth. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, definitely. So, if, if Esther is your best unit and that's what you have, most people, like, that's why I share. That's what you put I, in like, I'm one of, I'm part of the problem because I yeah, share Yeah, you are Esther. the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I share well, my Esther. <laughs> I share one Esther, but on all of the other tabs, I share something different. Well, yeah. I have, like, so, a tank, a healer, all that yeah, stuff. But that's what people need to do. Uh, yeah. So, going forward, talking about the catastrophic set they are pretty nice in general if you equip them together i think you total out at an extra like 80 percent attack and spirit which is pretty good good. for a set and then 
On top of that, you get an extra set of earth resistance as well. Yeah. So great for this current fight. And each fight. piece individually is not too bad. I know the chest piece, mm-hmm. The I think it's heavy armor. Yeah. Or is it light armor? I think it's, it's some kind of armor at least. Yeah, it's armor for sure. Um, it gives you a flat 30 attack as well, which is actually very, very nice. And when you combine that with the passive, I think it's fantastic. I could definitely see myself using it on some of my units, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so I think, the I think they're good. Are worth getting. And the other thing I saw, you can get those trust Moogle tickets. Now, yes, you can on the final, the final tier of it, which is fantastic because finally it makes tru- uh, super trust masters accessible, slightly more accessible to normal people who don't, you know, get super lucky and roll four Charlottes all at once. I've been playing for three years, and I swear I only have like. I just, after this big set of yeah. five-star guarantees that we got from the third anniversary, I got a, I finished off a bunch of STMRs, like four of them. Yeah. Which is a lot for me. Like having four, four STMRs after three years, I mean, that says a lot, right? How difficult it is to actually accumulate four just of the same Just because we unit. get new five-stars every week, yeah. right? So it's tough. No, it's of tough. course. So this is going to be a fantastic way for people like us, free-to-play users, yeah. to get those STMRs that you're really, really uh, aching for. Exactly. And it gives you a bit of choice, too, over which ones you want. You're no longer limited to, oh, I rolled three copies or four copies of this unit, but it's like four Echoes, and you get extra uh, (laughs) Evo Mag. Which if you're not running in a summoner, you don't care about Evo Mag. Exactly. Oh, this is not useful at all. (laughs) Exactly. But moving forward, yeah. We also have another big event happening this week, and I feel like they, they just love... I mean, people love this Final Fantasy in general. They just love Final Fantasy yeah. VII. We've had like six Final Fantasy VII events. I know. We it's crazy. so many Final Fantasy VII It's like, units. you know, guys, there's 14 other Final Fantasies <laughs> and 15, offshoots. technically. <laughs> well, 14, and the 15th one is Final Fantasy VII. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, you're right. I got you. Yeah, you and got their me. offshoots and some of their sequels. See, this like, is there's so much going you're on. You're in your peak. This is when you're most Yeah, alert. I know. I'm and alert. I'm, I'm falling, you know, I'm falling this asleep. Is, this is when I have to be giving my narcotics. So yeah, I'm like, I got to yeah. be alert. Oh, well, that's, that's yeah. it. People I get yeah, my narcotics first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I get into work, there's, there's already a phone call waiting for me. Okay, I need hey, the uh, narcotics. Yeah. It's for sure. Yeah. It's like, why did you wait till you were out <laughs> to try to get more? Like, how, how, is like, this, how is this Yeah, we've been out for two months, it's like, so can you get it to us immediately? Like, how are you running a clinic? <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so Final Fantasy VII. They love it. The can. people love it. I enjoy it a lot. Not my favorite, but I do enjoy it a lot. We're getting two new units along with this raid event, the Da Chao so, statue. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about the raid. I, it's just a standard raid, right? Yeah. Um, the nice thing is this: the last raid, it was like a dragon fairy beast, so it's very hard to stack killers. No, in this case, it's just a dragon, so it's it's a lot easier to hit that damage cap and yep. get all of those extra summon tokens or yep. whatever they're called. The other thing I want to talk about is there's a few items that you can craft, right? Yeah. Like with every raid. So I, I want to talk about three of them, and starting with the curse ring. I think this is pretty interesting. I think it's a trap. So, and that's the only reason I want to talk about it, because Hmm. it gives 20 flat attack, which Mm -hmm. is nothing special. Mm -hmm. It gives 20% HP, which Mm -hmm. is pretty good, but you have things like Arsha's Talisman or even Gembu Ring that most people can just craft, which will give you 20%. The reason I don't like it is the steep, steep penalty of 2,000 HP per turn. 
And to put that yes. into perspective, there is a five-star unit whose STMR is 80% attack with a penalty of 2,000 HP per turn. And people get mad at you if you share that as your friend. If you equip that... Uh, yeah, they do. I remember. Friend, it was right? Olive, right? People, Yeah, people get pissed because that 2,000 HP per turn is a I, lot. Especially because... Like most battles, you're going five yeah, rounds, right? Exactly. Or potentially, if it's a long drawn out fight, it's like, wait, my unit's dying, and they're not even getting hit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So no, people, I agree with you. And so when when you take an STMR that gives you eighty percent attack, which is a lot for one materia slot, comparing it to something that gives you twenty flat attack and twenty percent HP, it's 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 a no brainer. Why would no you brainer. Why would you equip it? That's like, why I said it was interesting. It's yeah. like you're making something that looks half decent. But and then giving it a crazy yeah. penalty, like even even my uh, Charlotte right now, who has eighteen thousand HP. I mean, in ten turns, she's dead theoretically, right? right? Like and it doesn't make any sense. It's even worse because if you have somebody with a guts passive and they barely hang on, and then this stupid thing kicks oh in, my and you're like, God. oh thanks. Oh my so God. I, this dude, that's the only reason I wanted to bring it up, just because it is a trap. Yeah. It looks good, it looks enticing, but it's not worth it. You know what I love about this, the next weapon, the standard issue sword? It's literally that. When you think of like your everyday average sword, yeah, it's it has that. those stats. It's yeah. like your every your standard issue and, uh, sword. Mutt, it, it's got that man eater, <laughs> like the the, yeah, man, yeah. the man eater equipped like passive. But just like last week, when we talked about <laughs> that dagger, attack. the attack is so low that you can't really even make use of it. You get right? so much more for equipping any. Like most TMRs have 120 or more. Yeah, and, and it's in, like, in this case, it's even worse because we also have other better swords with man eater, like Deathbringer. Um, there was that one that you get for clearing a trial, no? Yeah, there, Maneater uh, Plus or something. Yeah, it's. I think if you beat Gilgamesh, yeah, uh, Scorn of Gilgamesh, it's yeah. like the. I can't remember the name now. It's a really good katana. I have no idea, yeah, but it's but in there. It's there's this sword. It, I think <laughs> it's the, so funny. The newest of the newbies would like this, of course. But you know, it's just we talk like this. Yeah, I did. I remember a long time ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I started a JP account. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm going to try, see how this goes, maybe keep up with it. It's so hard to read Japanese and figure out what's yeah. <laughs> going on, especially when you don't. Anyways, totally different story. I was hurting for good equipment. Yeah. Like, it's you don't tough. remember, like, after three years, having all the, like, access, like, 300 different yeah. pieces of good equipment. You're sitting there and thinking, like, oh, this is useless. But for people who have just started playing, even within, like, the first couple months... Yeah. This is a really this good is sword. huge. I this remember, is massive. I remember when we first started playing. They had this event where you had to like run around the map and collect resources. Yep. And you had to craft using the old crafting system, where it oh actually took time. God, Moogle cakes? To, not the Moogle cakes. Oh, is it there different was one? a sword. Okay. And I think like it used to. It was a sword I used for the longest time. It had like thirty six attack, and I yeah. thought it was the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had, like a it's chance so hard of to blinding. get that, right? Yeah. Oh, and if you got the highest end sword, which I wasn't good enough to get, it had like seventy attack. Yeah. Like, oh, 70. seventy. Yeah. One day. And now you're getting a standard issue sword that just has seventy flat, and it's also good at killing people. Like yeah. <laughs> so so I mean, honestly, it's, for... it's not bad, but yeah. Your first few months of playing the game, half a year of playing <laughs> yeah. the game, maybe even the full year, depending on your luck or how frequently you play, this is fantastic. Yeah, but as soon as you can clear trials and, and get some of that good gear, this becomes, just like we said last week, any any sword that has more than like 100, 110 attack this is will useless. give you more damage. Yeah. That's the last time I'm going to mention that it's good for brand new players. I just thought, because we were talking about how trash it is. Yeah. And, 
It just reminded me of back in just the first... back in the day. Yeah, yeah, back in the day when you first started, you're like, a little. yes, yeah. 15 attack, diamond yeah, I sword. I actually miss those days because you only get to be new at something once, right? Yeah. Because even if I deleted my account and I started FFB again, it wouldn't be that same no, feeling, it wouldn't. right? It would not. So, you know. And then finally, I, the peace ring is sort of... The only reason I, I'm mentioning it is because it is the sort of rare. You can only build one. Yeah. And but to be honest, I'm it's very underwhelmed by is it. it. Thirty five spirit, it's which like is thirty five spirit. You resist confusion. It gives you a spirit break resistance, which on paper sounds good. Twenty five. But when you look at useless. it, twenty five percent is useless. If it was a hundred percent, I would say yes. Even if it was seventy five percent, because you have unit abilities that give you a hundred. Even if yeah. it was seventy five, I'm like, okay, you know what? That extra twenty five percent chance to just completely resist it on off turns. Not, not bad. Yeah. But this, 25% it's is like, whatever. you're going to get hit it's with not it. Yeah. It's, not, it's not worth it. I mean, I'm going to build one because I'm a collector. Yes. But as far as using it, I'm never going to use it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. how it goes. Exactly. Yeah. Now, one final thing to mention with this event is that if you do the raid summons, you can get uh, trust Moogles for Barrett and Kate Sith. Right. So if you listened a few weeks ago or about a month ago, we mentioned that there is going to be a Final Fantasy VII raid coming. This is that raid. Now, we are getting the chance to get a ton of Barrett and Kate Sis, which, yeah. which is amazing for trust coins. Yeah, I right? think if you're efficient, you should be able to max out at least three or four of each. Yeah, depending um, on your luck. Typically, that's that's my luck. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't keep an exorbitant amount of them. Like, I wouldn't keep 10 Barretts or 10 Kate Sith. That's a bit much. You're <laughs> not like, going to get that many. like five. <laughs> yeah, but if you have five, just hold on to five. You never yeah, yeah. know, right? You could yeah. get a ton of their removals. I typically get, like I said, three to four. Just... It's free trust coins. The so thing is, if you are pulling on this banner, just if you're not maxed out on units, just hold on to them till the end. Yeah. After the raid, you've done your raid summons, you've maxed out as many as you can, get rid of them. Exactly. Fine, right? The two new units we're getting for Final Fantasy VII, some people's absolute favorite unit that wasn't part of the original game, Zack. Yeah. So Zack... He's coming in. He's bringing the Buster Sword. And not that crappy, like, 30 attack Buster Sword. But yeah. Cloud came in. No, this is the real Buster Sword. The actual, genuine, authentic, validated yeah. by a... Nintendo certified. Yeah. It says so right on the side of the sword. If you zoom in on the picture, <laughs> Nintendo certified. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it'd be Nintendo certified. I don't know. You know what? It just That's reminds funny. me of uh, that those like those old school games when I yeah, had, had like the little the star little with Nintendo. Thing. It's yeah. a Nintendo seal of approval yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's funny. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. No, but you know, it was something <laughs> it is they what did. It is. Yeah. The Buster Sword. It's actually decent. Uh, decent TMR. Great two-handed uh, great sword. Yep. Uh, standard so, pretty much but gives you 10% HP and MP right That's, which is nice one if you don't have squall this one you're guaranteed to get it if you pull on the yeah the, the what do you call it, the raid summon yeah and it's five less attack I actually personally think this is better than Lionheart because I would rather have five less base attack and 10% more HP on my DPS because they just got to survive these days, right? Yeah. And sacrificing five attack, when you're looking at a true double hand unit, that ends up being something like 28, 20, 20 to 30 attack. Something like that, yeah. Whatever it's the not math. a crazy amount. It's really, you won't even feel it. Whereas 10% HP for most units is like 400 to 500 HP. Yep. Which is really nice. It's a lot. Yeah. One worth other the, thing the trade for sure. to mention too is that this is better, I'd say, than Squalls. I agree with you. But we do have that uh, reward for having... 
2650, the perimeter mission, which is stronger than both of them, realistically. Yeah. And the difference from this to the 160 yeah. <laughs> attack, now that's pretty significant. It's, You're, it's decent, right? Yeah. It gets up to like 90 extra attack on yep. a true double hand unit. So, But you can use this to get yourself past that perimeter mission. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, but his STMR is something that has me like flabbergasted. So it's I, amazing. I love his STMR because it's called True, True Hero, Hero yeah. which is like slapping Cloud in the face <laughs> yeah. because it's literally Buster style. Plus it gives you 40% attack. <laughs> <laughs> like screw you, Cloud. Yeah. I'm the real hero. Yeah, bitch. exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, let's be honest. Zach is the real hero. Pretty much. Cloud was the pretender. Yep. <clears throat> So 40 extra attack onto a Buster style. Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of his abilities. I'm not too excited about them, to be honest with you, but maybe you have more to more to add. So when I look at Zach, he, he's got a bit of chaining. The, the thing is the chaining families are not that common or that popular anymore. The units that use them are no longer top tier units. Yeah. So... Primarily where I see myself using Zach if I had him is as a finisher, which he actually does pretty well. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, he, he does have dual cast. Mm -hmm. And then he has a really nice ability that he can activate with his, uh, it's called Lucky Stars, I think. Mm -hmm. It <clears throat> activates this skill called Engraved Hero, which is a 20 times modifier chain finishing move that you can dual cast. Yep. So that ends up stacking up to a lot, especially because it crits every time. Yep. And a crit adds 50% to your modifier. Yep. Which means every single time you're using it, it's like you have a killer applied, no matter what you're fighting. Yeah. Which actually significantly increases the damage. So Specifically that he can do, because not every unit can crit, right? Exactly. So this is really nice because... It doesn't really add up to like any killer caps or any mm -hmm. other caps. It's its own little thing. Yep. So it's a nice little boost. Now, that being said, I think Zach is very simple. Yeah, he is. He, he's he kind of like me of Cloud. <laughs> he's kind of like he's a better Cloud. Yep. And he he's a better Squall. Yeah. Right. Yep. He, he unfortunately, when I looked at the numbers, he still loses to Regina in terms as a chain finisher, but yep. he doesn't need as much help as she does. Fair, right? That's he's kind of the easier to use, right? Yeah. Like he's your very bare bones, simple, very very straightforward finisher. Yeah, like you said, Regina needs a lot of help. Maybe a few other additives to her to make her uh, at the at her prime. Along with people like Sid, they require a lot of things to be as good as they are. Zach requires just as much as any other two, uh, true double hand unit would. Yeah. Right? Like nothing extra. There's nothing special that exactly. he needs to add to himself. I mean, the it's exactly like you say. And if he has support in terms of imbues or imperils, he'll do better. Yep. Um, he doesn't need as much what do you call it, as much of a mana battery as Regina does. Oh but God. he still needs people to build chains. He still needs an imbue. He still needs an imperil. So in that regard, he's not that much easier to slot into teams. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he does have great sword access. So we do have some elemental great swords, which could help him out. Yeah. So, I mean, he he's not a bad unit. He's not pushing the meta forward. I think he's he sits comfortably somewhere in the middle. He's very good. He'll get you through trials, but... I just don't think he's not comparing to Regina. He's not comparing to Zeno's damage. 
So, I mean, he's just a nice middle-of-the-pack chain finisher. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I really don't have much more to say about him. He's a chain finisher. His limit burst is pretty strong with that critical hit. Same as that other yeah. ability you were mentioning. I just don't know if um, uh, you can get all five hits. Yes. That's I don't know thing. what the frames are. I don't know what the frames are. If they're close to each other, you can get all five hits in a chain. It's going to be amazing. It's pretty really good. good. If they're not, it's why even use it? Yeah, don't like, even bother. Use his, use his other ability. Yeah, his other ability. So you get the better. full damage, so, right? I mean, there's not much else to see. It's a very, he's a very simple unit. Yeah. Like, if you Unless you're to... using him to chain. Yeah, which I don't think you should be, but if you have to, then whatever. He might be able to cap his own chains, but otherwise, you're just spamming his engraved hero. It's not worth it to chain. Nobody worthwhile chains with these families. Yeah, unfortunately, it is what it is. Great in arena though. Meteor rain, fantastic. Yeah, Zach and Cloud together in the arena. Yeah, or two clouds forced to be reckoned with. I'm so happy that the dual cast ban is over because I can finally go back to just like you're telling me, dude. Brainless arena. I My, I hate. You know how many ten turn fights I had last week against stupid Lilith? Like, it was, you know what I did last week? Lilith Aerith teams. You went. <laughs> you went really the stupid way, in my opinion. You know what I did last week? What? I won one fight when I needed to. To key and I and did as many as I needed to be under thirty thousand, so I can yeah. get the rewards. And then you just and just quit, quit. I nice. quit every Smart. other one. Smart. I was like, let me get those trust coins. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. Now. I'm not. Sit, I don't want to sit there for ten yeah. turns, that especially because some people's units sit there and attack like nine hundred times. Yeah, that was painful. Yeah. So, you know what's not painful? How great I think that Yuffie is in general. <clears throat> she's not amazing. I do think she's pretty good. I think she has some unique problems that we haven't seen in a lot of other recent units. Yeah. Um, Damage-wise, I think she's in the same same, same field as Zach. I don't think either one... I think Zach, if, you, if you're using him to finish chains, will do a bit more damage if he has imbue and imperil support. I'd agree if he that. doesn't, I think Yuffie beats him just because she has her own imbues and perils. But let's let's start with her TMR. I like her TMR a lot, and this is why. A lot of these attack-based TMRs require that you equip a specific weapon to get the buff. Yeah. I like that it's tied to clothes. It's so nice. A lot of units do use clothes, especially our samurai friends. Yeah. They like to equip clothes. It's an easy way to get the 50% without being tied to a specific weapon type. And I want to say 50% five-star TMR is very run-of-the-mill. It's very it is, standard. Yeah. And it's a very effective use of a materia slot because yeah. you're not going to get too many materias that are more than 50. Yeah. And if you do, they're either STMRs or they're rewards from trials that are just very, very It's good. a very rare. Yeah. T- there's, I can only think of a handful of TMRs that give you maybe 60. Yeah. And that's like under unique conditions. Like it's yeah, not like exactly a, a katana or something like that. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, now her, her STMR is very interesting. It's unique. It and is. it's also part of its uniqueness is it like it had to be what it is because it's part of what Yuffie suffers from. Yes. So she primarily, if she wants to access her pass, like some of her passive attack in her kit, she needs a throwing weapon. But the problem is she's a true double hand user. And there are no true double hand, like two handed throwing weapons except her STMR. Yep. So the. That right there limits her substantially because her other, I think the best weapon for her aside from her own STMR 
is the, I think they're called the Fatal Gloves. It's Amber's TMR. Yeah. The two-handed gloves that have like a 1.5 times variance. So that's part of Yuffie's big problem. Her but equipment really selection to use weapons, is man. her equipment selection is very sparse. She doesn't have access to the best two-handed weapons. Yep. So she's limited either to using Amber's TMR, in my opinion, or her own STMR. If you want any kind of respectable damage out of yep. her. She kind of suffers in that way because there's not a big yeah. weapon pool for her weapon type. And throwing weapons have always been like this. Anyone who uses throwing weapons struggles to find yeah. that unless it's their own TMR or STMR. I think of Renoa immediately, for example. But that being said, I'm glad they stuck to it because her main weapon is a throwing weapon. Oh, it wouldn't have made sense. And you've got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. you got to start somewhere to build the family. The family, I guess, for lack of a better word. Yeah, the the throwing <clears throat> weapon family. So I'm glad they, they stayed true to her, to her character. Yep. But right now she does suffer from a lack of equipment selection. And I no. think that that's a big part of what's holding her back. Because not many players are going to be able to access four... Or you can use her STMR tickets, Moogle tickets. To help you out. To help you get this or potentially yeah. get it one day. Yeah. I haven't seen the results of the first player's voice campaign, but if you scrubs voted for anything but those STMR tickets. Oh, I'm going to be told yeah. that. <laughs> I'm gonna, you're going to hear about it. Yeah. There are going to be two crying baby faces. We're, yeah, we're going to be getting some more angry fan mail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or hate mail, I guess it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How angry fan mail. <laughs> I like That's to keep a great it. way to say hate mail. <laughs> I like to keep it positive. <laughs> Angry fan mail. It. Positive vibes only. You now, know? one positive thing about Yuffie is her chaining family selection. She has your Stardust Ray, which is a new up-and-coming yeah. family. She's got your Bolting Strike, <clears throat> Esther's originating family. Oriole Ray, which a lot of the top-tier damage dealers use. Yeah. You can kind of chain off their uh, limit bursts. A lot of great options like so, those are great uh tm uh tmrs great chaining families to use and i agree with you she does have selection in that regard but it just depends on her role in the team if you're bringing her for a bit of imperil mm -hmm. and some support for your other chainers for example she's wonderful with esther because she has bolting strike and she has oriole ray right yep both so she can chain because esther wants to be alternating those two yep and she's great for that if you're primarily using Yuffie as a DPS, she's really actually only stuck on Stardust Ray mm -hmm. because she has a cooldown ability that will unlock a fantastic Stardust Ray attack ability, right? Yep. It's like 16 times the modifier. Along yeah, with it's actually decent. Along with unlocking a triple cast, which yep. is wonderful. It's a great, uh, it's a significant part of her rotation for her damage. But that being said, that really limits her because her primary chaining partners will either be herself. Yeah. Uh, the new unit that we got recently, Kimono Ayaka or Kayaka, as yeah. I like to call her. Kayaka. Um, and then Red 13. He's the other sort of premier Stardust Ray chainer. So that's kind of the other part where the other, I guess, limiting factor for Yuffie, where she's kind of relegated either to a supporty chainer, but if she wants to be the primary DPS, her chaining partner pool is limited. So, like you were mentioning before about her TMR, or sorry, not her TMR, her weapon selection, it's the same thing. Yeah. So, Stardust Ray is a relatively new family. With time, it'll unlock more options. Yeah, it's got to start somewhere. Right, it does. And it sucks because Yuffie's early on in it. Usually, the early units yeah. don't get to reap the benefits later on because they just fall off in terms of the meta. 
but you have to start somewhere. And Yuffie, I think, is a great starting point for a unit like herself with double two-handed throwing weapons, good chainer overall. Yeah. I think she can bring a, some decent support right. with her. And I mean, it's not all cons, right? She she yeah. does do great damage if yeah. you can get her, even if she's using the Fatal Gloves or whatever. I can't remember. I don't know if they're called that. Somebody I think Fatal Gloves, something like that. Something like that. Amber's TMR. Even if you're using that instead of her STMR. I, I actually think she does respectable damage. Like I said, it's somewhere around Zach's level. Um, and on top of that, she does bring three separate elements with her, which yeah. are very nice. So she's not a bad unit, but just like Zach, she doesn't push the meta forward. And she's definitely not the worst. So she sits somewhere nicely in the middle, right? Yeah, exactly. And this set of Final Fantasy VII units honestly does feel like they do sit somewhere around the middle. I think not, they, they've all kind of felt that way, except Aerith. Not every unit can push them out of... Well, Aerith came in as like a healer after right. a huge span of no healers. You know, yeah. like there was like two or three months since Volca came out, I think. I think. So all of the Final Fantasy VII units, none of them have been sort of... The, I think Tifa for a while was one of the best... I was going to uh, say Tifa's up there. Aerith chainers. But Red Thirteen was really good when he came out. Just Stardust he's, Ray is tough. He's really good. It's just the same thing. Chaining yeah. families plus Zeno exists and Esther exists. But if you, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I feel like they've used Final Fantasy VII. I mentioned that yeah. they really love it, and we get tons of events. But it feels like the units kind of uh, fill in the gaps, yeah, so to speak. You know, like they we have this like huge peak, and then the the Final Fantasy VII units smooth it out. I mean, bit. if we didn't have Esther and Zeno in global, oh, the, they would be these amazing. Units would Dude, they would be crushing at the forefront, it. yeah, Same, yeah. Uh, of damage. But because we have those two units, that's kind of what we have to compare them to, especially, oh, of course, because of the existence of the unit of choice tickets, right? So most people who have those tickets who save them have either Zeno or Esther, yeah. right? So that's kind of what we're going to compare her to. Obviously, anyone who's a fan of Final Fantasy VII, or you know, I know Yuffie probably has a ton of fans. Yeah. Zach has a ton of fans. Yep. So it's like people are going to roll their asses off for this anyway, right? 100%. And I think that probably partially went into why they're not the best of the best. They don't need to be because people will still roll for them. Yes, they're, because they're popular. They're so beloved, Yeah. right? Speaking of how beloved they are, it's so funny when I'm scrolling through either Twitter or Instagram and because I'm liking tons of Final Fantasy Brave Exvia stuff and related game content, as soon as a banner comes out with units, I'm instantly seeing cosplay of that. Nice. So, like, I'm starting to see Yuffie cosplay, for example. Um, when Cloud was released a while ago, I saw like some Cloud, cloud stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just populates. I'm like, that's awesome. I love Zach because it's like Cloud cosplay, but brunette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you cosplaying as? I'm I'm Cloud with brown hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just a uh, what do you call it? Uh, chroma. Of yeah, it's a cloud chroma. <laughs> or a cloud is a Zach chroma, oh, I guess, if you're going chronologically. Oh, but, pretty much. Yeah, but that's pretty much that's it for the Final Fantasy VII units. They fill in some gaps. They're pretty good for their TMRs and STMRs, depending on what you need. Yeah, especially because they're free. They're pretty good. Yeah. Right? If you pull one of these units, the TMR is pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, if you're from the raid. raid. Exactly. I mean, yeah. That's, that's all I have to really say on that. Exactly. All right. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Now, if you guys are enjoying what you're seeing, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. 
would be fantastic. Let us know how we're doing. If, we're, if you want us to cover something yeah. a little differently or if you have some other feedback to give us, feel free to hit us up anywhere. Twitter, yeah, I mean, we're still figuring wherever. things out. I mean, <clears throat> as you can see, we're recording in three, four different, different locations. locations right? just, <laughs> Every time. To, I know last week we had some issues with background noise, so that's yeah. why we're here. And, it, you know, I think it'll take time. Thanks for sticking with us. If you do, we're, you know, we'll, we're figuring it out, but we'll get there eventually. Hopefully it's improving. And we'll work on getting the podcast out faster. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Catch you in the next one. Peace, guys. Peace. Peace.